how we thank you today morning lord for this wonderful time and privilege you have given to us come in your presence today morning humbly we come lord under your blood at the cross as the prophet said nothing in my arms i bring simply to the cross i cling rock of ages cleft for me let me hide myself in thee and as we come in your presence lord we waiting for an inspiration lord from you and lord we know that inspiration has been poured out in the sage and we pray lord that may you open up the scriptures for us that we can fall in the channel that we can be blessed and receive every blessing exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think or ask for we can see that you are changing the ministry we can see that you are changing the tone we can see that you are changing the beats we can see that we are already turned a corner and we can feel that this is now about the last corner because now this is the way towards heaven now oh god i thank you and i praise your name and i pray today morning may you open up the scriptures for us and talk with our heart as we commit ourselves into your mighty hands of grace we come, give all our needs to you on the name of jesus christ we ask this prayer amen let's all those who are listening to the message will be listening to the message please stand while we are reading the scriptures in hebrews chapter 11 and today we are just going to read verse 23 by faith moses when he was born was hid 3 months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's command now lord jesus these words are eternal these words are already inspired they have every blessing that we require today morning even for our body change and everything is there in that one verse now lord you open that verse for us as we hunger and thirst for your righteousness lord we come to your table feed us lord as we wait upon under your blood we come in the name of jesus christ i ask the prayer amen can be seated god really bless you today morning it's a nice and a wonderful morning god has given to us that we can gather in his presence amen and really thank god for him being with us and blessing us and we have been part of an international audience and a part of our church audience and we really thank god for him talking with our hearts amen and i told you in the month of january or february i believe that you read your seals and churches fast because a step up is coming and i can tell you that step up has come and for all of you you have to understand it we are not able to meet physically but yet we are meeting each other through the way of net and that step up has come and it's within us and we know it's working right now and god is doing something marvelous now before i go in the message father i have a couple of announcements to make which uh, i discussed it with brother titus also uh, as i had announced previously that i was going to my clinic on monday wednesdays and fridays because of some reasons i had to close it for some time you know because of this spread of this disease corona that's going on and it's really spreading very fast uh, there were some brothers who phoned me i said brother i will make an announcement later on but now i make it today morning once a week and that will be on wednesday morning 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock i will be available in the church premises our church which is at tuglakabad you know it that building will be open and from 10 to 11 on every wednesday i will be there and i will be uh, there for you to exercise your ties and you can do that work then also i had told you about prayer cloths so those prayer cloths are with me and i given it to some people yes and i know brother raji would be hearing me while i'm preaching it and i will talk with him also i'll be giving an envelope of prayer cloths to him and you can contact our brother and can take that prayer cloth from him also i would like to say this please take utmost precautions while we meet each other if you have fever if you have uh, any such symptoms which are going these days so that you don't spread it to others you can go into a self isolation as has been prescribed i'll advise you to not come to the church to exercise your tithe during that period i know that uh, people have said that you can put any kind of cloth up upon you but this is just my advice to you because i had been going to the clinic so i saw it so i'm telling you i saw some people just put 
putting a little small handkerchief and binding it like this. That is no protection, please. No, sir. Please don't do that. And some people think that I have put a scarf and I'll just put it like this. Please don't do that. Take a proper mask and you can get a, a very good sized, I mean, a proper mask at a reasonable price, which is for your protection and for the protection of others. And you please wear it when you come to the church. In any case, the guidelines say this, that everyone who comes to the religious places have to wear a mask. So please don't use handkerchiefs or all such kinds of things. Please wear a proper mask. So that will be helping you, that will be helping us. And we'll have some brothers at the door of the church to monitor these things. So please try to take your precautions because this disease is spreading and you know it has it's a bad disease and it has some fatality also. So I would request my church to have these precautions. So God really bless you. As I told you previously, the tithe of the family, I mean if there are two or three earning members can be put in just one envelope and one representative can come to me and tell me the names. I will pray for all. God really bless you. Amen. God is our protection. Till now we have been holding these meetings. God has been gracious to us and I believe he'll be gracious to us more in the days to come because it requires more grace to leave this place and God has got that more grace for you and me. Amen. Now some people may think we are believers. Why should we wear masks? Well there is something one more thing I would like to say here. Let us not tempt God. One day Dr. Roy Davis drank a bottle of sulfuric acid before Brother Branham. I don't know if you have read these testimonies and said for it is written these signs shall follow them that believe even if they eat or drink any harmful things it will not harm them. I distinctly remember and Brother Branham said you can read it in that uh, life story it's in the supernatural book also. He said but the Bible also says we should not tempt the Lord our God. Devil will say cast yourself down or he will pick you up. Are you understanding? Then the Lord answered the devil but it's also written don't tempt the Lord your God. Are you understanding? So let's try to understand this. When we know there's a problem going on, let us not tempt the Lord our God, knowingly doing these things. Are you understanding? That is not right. So, Brother Branham opposed Brother Roy Davis, said that is not how we behave with God. There are churches in America who take literal snakes and wrap them around them and say they shall handle snakes and they are demonstrating it to people like that. It's not like that. It's accidentally if it happened. You know, like it happened with Paul on the island of Malta, that a viper came on him and bit him, but nothing happened to him. But Paul didn't take the viper directly and put it on his hand. Said, see, I'm a believer. Are you understanding? So let's try to understand the difference. When is the devil speaking and when is God speaking? Let's try to understand. God's name be praised. So blessed be the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God heals by various modalities and God heals directly. We have many, experienced it so many times. No, brother, if you're a believer, you'll never go to the hospital. Then why did Brother Branham go? Why did he show him to the Mayo brothers? We know God healed him finally. But why did he give a hospital visit? Why did Sister Branham go went to the hospital to be operated. Why, why did Brother Branham permit the cesarean for his wife? You see, we are not tempting the Lord our God, but we are following his will. God has ways of doing things. Are you understanding? So we are not following that. But on the other hand, we have always upheld this fact that our God is the healer and he heals. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So God really bless you. And uh, if I have some other things to give to you, I will definitely apprise you about those things. So please take your precautions. Few more days, brother. But I know after some time, we are going to a better land where we don't have all this. Brother, this is just the beginning. It'll go, it's going to get worse and worse. Read the newspaper today. Second outbreak of this virus in China. That's in the heart of China. That's Beijing. 54 people affected by COVID. So it has not stopped and it is not going to stop. History tells us when it came in 1918 or 20, somewhere around that time, I think 20 was, it stayed in this world for three years and it had three waves. And the second wave was the most deadly wave. It just put, uh, put dead bodies on the streets. That's what happened. And then a third wave and then it went over. You see, the world was progressing very fast. But
but this flu put a break on the economy and it hastened the sixth trumpet if that would if there wouldn't have been any war or something the war happened very fast so you see all these things are sent and permitted by our god to hasten the fulfillment of scriptures recession and all these things are happening and it's going to increase further brother because god is picking us out of this economy into another economy praise the lord yet he has promised this elijah i'm not talking not about one man but this group elijah that's going to be raptured the living ones whose bodies will be changed that there will be always food for you commune with me sit with me i'll arrange your breakfast lunch and dinner crows bought food for elijah now don't look at that elijah look at this elijah the bride which is the bride now the living ones who will be changed the translated group one of the wings of that woman are you understanding and how god fed elijah in the time of famine and he took care of him so god will take care of his people and today you will understand more amen god really bless you so whatever the circumstances are god will keep his word he will prove his word jairus only believe the damsel sleepeth i'm going to awake her now if he have said it he will prove his word and he proved it when he said talita kumi and that girl got up and the first thing give her something to eat when she got up when she got quickened give her something to eat and we have something to give something to eat amen in this age because it's not just a resurrection it's a going up god really bless you amen and amen let these meeting <laughs> never become common for you never never because these are not things which i think with my mind i personally am a witness i know there is a power something else that comes and tells things divine supernatural instructions which are being given like he came to daniel to give him instruction he comes even today that angel if you heard brother wycliff speaking don't grieve that angel because the man moses is gone but that angel is still here and that angel is going to lead us all the way to millennium so remember this that angel is here with you and i so you know what the people were thinking we are not listening to moses the people were not listening to moses they were listening to that angel so despising moses mean despising that angel that is the problem with cora and dathan group one looks at a man one looks at the angel joshua and caleb always looked at that angel that's why they had a respect for the man moses because he they knew this body was used by that angel to speak that thus saith the lord and this message we have one page one paragraph is enough to change your body there is so much dynamite in that one line that it can change your life it can change your body it's a very powerful message and today god is with the fivefold ministry but we will never forget brother branham we cannot forget this message because that is the source of our inspiration that is where our inspiration is coming from these tapes these messages amen the voice of the seventh angel and now the voice of the bride and the spirit and the bride say come under her messenger and i think you can catch the message god really bless you bless be the name of the lord so god really bless you these are not just messages to be heard and just uh, a good message what happened on wednesday i know it what happens every meeting i know and that's why i'm telling you don't let this pass by hold it tight meditate on it digest it let it be assimilated in your body so that it becomes a part of your life because these are not ordinary things happening a supernatural god is working with a supernatural people in this hour by supernatural means amen and this is the hour we are called to believe now for a little time let us go on in this message and i'll just go and read what the prophet said and it'll be very 
simple today, but will not be very simple because this is a message for all families. And I'll say before I start the message today, especially children, those who are teenagers, those who are small boys and girls in this in your houses, listen to this message. And especially, and it's also for us elders also. Even the dramas that our prophet pictureizes, oh, it speaks so much. Amen. Now I have a message before me, and the title you you all know it very well. And that subject is teaching on Moses. And that's a message which our prophet gave on Mother's Day. And Brother Branham said, there are two groups of people sitting before me. One wearing white flowers, one wearing red flowers. Those with white flowers means their mothers are gone on the other side. And those with red flowers, their mothers are still alive. So before preaching this message, Brother Branham focused on little children. Malachi 4, Revelation 10, 7 focused on children. Uh, I can see a thing that it is very important that our little children also receive the Holy Ghost. Because you'll find many a times we are good, but you find these are those weak spots in our houses from where the devil tries to enter our house. Because the child is not yet born again, he's a small child, or he's just growing up, he doesn't know many things, but it's very important that he understands these things. So I'm preaching to all those children through this message, and I like all the children, all the teenagers, and young adults, especially to hear this message. Of course, it's for everyone. Now I'll first read that scripture. It says here, verse 23, by faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they say he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Now, of course, it's saying by faith Moses. But actually, this verse is not talking about the faith of Moses. It's talking about the faith of his parents because Moses was just born. He was just three months old. So he is not in a conscious mind to really believe. But then his parents had a faith. They hid this boy when he was born in the house for three months because they saw he was a proper child. Now there's lots and lots hid behind that one line. They saw he was a proper child. Now the name of the parents were Amram and Joshabeth. And Moses was the third child to be born in the house. Before Moses, there was a brother and a sister. And that is Aaron and Miriam. Now try to catch it. They saw he was a proper child. You mean Aaron was not a proper child? You mean Miriam was not a proper child? No, they were born in holy wedlock, yes. They were also proper children. But what was that thing about this particular baby which was proper? He was a fair child, a proper child. It's not because he was more beautiful than the rest. But the Bible says he was a proper child. In fact, taking that verse in one place, Brother Branham mentioned something. He said, children born under holy wedlock. And he said, children born out of holy wedlock. And he said, usually you find them, they are mentally deficient or some problem is there because they are not proper. Are you understanding? Cain was not a proper child. Are you understanding? But Abel was a proper child. Now, I'm not saying that proper child means God seed and not proper means serpent seed. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But what I'm trying to bring across to you is that proper child is born in wedlock. And there's something about this particular child which is proper. They saw. They. They is the parents. He's a proper child. What did they see? That's not that's not written. But the ex, the but the results of what they saw is written here. They were not afraid of the king's commandment. There's something they know. That they were not afraid of the king's commandment. What is that? Why are they not afraid? That is the faith of Amram and Joshua. Faith of the parents. 
I'm speaking to parents and I'm speaking to children. Listen very carefully. Let's turn over to the book of Exodus before I further read the message. And chapter 2 and we are going to read from verse 1 to verse 10. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took to his wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. Who's writing this? Moses. Was Moses conscious when he was being put in the bulrushes in the river? There went a man of the house of Levi and married a daughter of Levi. Was Moses conscious of that period? Does he know what happened then? How is he writing that? What's happening to this Exodus prophet? He's writing his life story and he's explaining my life story. And then in chapter 3 is writing how the angel came and visited me and gave me my commission. Are you catching that? How a prophet in this age explained how I was born in a log cabin and how I'm told, he said, that when I was born, this was, this such and such things happened. So maybe Miriam, maybe Aaron and some other source must have told Moses about these things. And Moses wrote it here. He wrote his birth. Now God inspired him to write about his birth because there's something about his birth which Paul will pick up in Hebrews because it's connected with faith chapter. Are you understanding? And first faith we find is the faith of the parents. So I'm talking to parents also. Yeah, I'm preaching to myself also. So it's for all of us. Yeah, that's right. Uh, verse 4, And his sister stood afar off to wait what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child. And behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew woman that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I'll give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. And she called his name Moses and she said, Because I drew him out of the water. Now listen carefully. When you read before chapter 2, Pharaoh had given an order to kill Hebrew male child. And you can go, if you can read the chapter 1 in spare time, how king had passed the order to kill these little children. And as I was uh, sharing on Wednesday, Moses is a shadow of Christ. He's the man child of the first Exodus. Jesus Christ, the man child of the second Exodus. And then we find son of man ministry. The man child is the son of man ministry in the third Exodus. And we find that was a prophetic ministry. Now that's things we saw on Wednesday, yes. But today it's for children. So I I'm also feeling a little easy and you can also sit down easily and listen. There are many things and uh, God is opening up and we'll see those things. But I'm focused on families today. Husbands, wives and children. Yeah, it's very important. Especially in this hour when the devil is working overtime to destroy the family relationships and those things which are happening in the world slowly creeping in our families, disturbing the peace of our families and trying to hold us back to receive what God has kept for us in this age. Okay, before we go further, now I have read that scripture before you, but before we go any further, let's go to Matthew chapter 16 because today through this message, we'll come to find out what faith did Amram and Jeshua had. Read the Bible in and out, you can't find it like that. No, you can't find it just like that. What did they believe? What was the faith that Am Amram had? And there's no way for you and I to understand it. These are unwritten words, but revealed in simple dramas. So this is not just a baby talk. Oh, through the baby talk, 
He's talking to children that would learn. So let's read that verse. Matthew chapter 16. Amen. Ah, that's wonderful. And we are going to read verse 25. And we'll read verse 25 and 26. Now, he told children in his church to read that. And you parents can ask your children to read that in, your, in their Bibles. And after hearing the message, you can tell them again. Now, I'm reading Matthew 16, 25, 26. Because the whole drama which our prophet spoke of hangs around this one verse. But it reveals the faith also. I was very much blessed by these thoughts. I'll personally confess. And because I was blessed, I thought, why not to share this blessing to you all? 25, 26. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose own soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Isn't it strange? Man. Isn't it strange? If you lose it for God's sake, you'll find it. But if you keep it, you Very strange words. You keep it, you lose it. You give it to God, fine. Let's try to understand. Let this drama explain the faith of Moses' parent. And it'll open up many, many things which we and you and I need to learn, especially in this hour of Exodus. So the drama begins like this. There's a bitter bondage going on in Egypt and they are being beaten badly. And this man whose name is Amram, he's very tired after working the whole day. So much tired he feels to die. So he's coming back home. I hope you little children are listening. Even my children are sitting here. Listen to this carefully. A prophet is showing you a drama. So this is something important for you. Listen to it carefully. So now when Amram returned back, said, I'm so tired. I'm, he's telling Joshua, I'm tired enough to die. Well, said, why don't you go upstairs and go to bed? Lay down on the cord, the sofa up there and go to bed. He said, but oh, I'm too tired. He said, oh, honey, if you'd have seen what I saw today. Listen what he said. Oh, am I what? I don't even want any supper. Oh, it's terrible. The sight that I saw today. Now, so Joshua will say, what did you see? What is it that you saw? Well, I can't tell you before the children. Oh, it's too terrible. My, it was bad. Well, what is it that you saw? Well, I'm going upstairs and lie down just a little while. And then after supper, when we put the kiddies all to bed, then I'll tell you what happened today. All right, he said. And upstairs he went. He laid down. Oh, so tired. Oh, my. You know how daddy is when he gets tired, just really tired. That's right. When he comes back from work, he's so tired. He needs some rest. And after a while, the little bright-eyed girl, now that's Miriam, she started running around on the floor and talking a little loud. So Joshua told the child, shh, shh, that you'll wake up the daddy. Understanding? And oh, he's so tired till he wanted to die. He didn't want to live anymore. And if daddy gets that tired, well, we should let him sleep a little while. Are you listening? Don't wake him up. And little Miriam, she goes over and sits down to be real quiet. She becomes quiet and she's in a corner. Let me not disturb my daddy. Very tired. And after a while, she had supper already. So she slips up the stairs and she, she calls him, Amram. And he said, yes, Joshua, here I'm coming down. So they come down the steps, you know, and they had a nice supper. You know how the family sits together on the table and eat their dinner together? Amen. It looks wonderful. That's right. Nowadays, it's sometimes a little different. Everybody has their own time for lunch and breakfast and dinner. But in those times, the family used to sit together. And I think I'm still am that old family fashion kind of a man who loves this that at the end of the day the family sits together and eats together. You know, man eating one time, wife eating another time, children eating another time. No, it was not like that then. You know, I'm busy, you know, you keep my lunch, I'll take it later on. Are you getting it? But now
now things have changed yes but i still love that old fashioned way and you find it in this drama so the whole family and you know jehovah his whole family after the battle is over will have the wedding supper together even while he was on the earth his family which is the disciples are you understanding he said with desire i desire to eat the supper with you the head of the family had a desire to have a communion with his family i don't want any. i don't feel like eat everybody having their own time are you getting it and american culture is the fridge is before you you can open whatever you want you can help yourself sausages are there cold meat is there juices are there whatever you want to make for yourself that's something ridiculous that old way of sitting together it did something it kept the family together are you getting it but when the red indian used to eat his food they used to eat it together the bob prophets that they had a ceremony and they used to eat the whole buffalo together the whole tribe used to eat it but they used to eat it together children adults husbands wives together it's not that they had different times today because of work our body clocks have changed just yesterday i was teaching my child and there's a gland in our body called pineal gland which secretes a hormone called melatonin 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 is different melatonin is different melatonin maintains the body's biological clock god never made adam for night duties he made adam and eve to wake up in the morning spend the day and sleep in the night night was made to sleep and day was made to work so body is made accordingly but when you change the clock you find diseases striking the body so that's what's happening today and you know that amounts to irritability your dinner is ready keep it i don't want to eat you know why because mind is disturbed mind is under stress i told you i'll eat later on i'm getting it all such kinds of thing everybody having their own time but here amram joshuaet aaron and miriam are sitting together to have their supper so when they are sitting together they must have also been a common prayer for the whole family for the food which the head of the family does are you getting it see there are small things but there are things to learn now i'll go a little further because i have got some things to tell you so after the supper was eaten by them mother put the things away and she tucked them that is aaron and miriam into the bed yeah put them to sleep and then she goes into the room her and her husband and they sit down said well now what is it that you saw today amram that made you so so upset tonight that you didn't even want to live oh he said darling i just can't understand said i saw well we see it every day but today was special oh i seen the awfulest sight i ever seen ah poor boys some of them not over 12 years old pulling that big old wagon with ropes around their neck like that and those poor kids had pulled it till they couldn't pull no more up that great in big incline those big stones back there and they were pulling them and they couldn't go no further and after a while the wagon began to creak and go real slow and after a while it stopped down the road come a man oh he was a maniac he rode out why are you stopping this wagon bam with those great big old snake whips and whipping it across their backs and blood run out of their back and run down like that and those poor kids just hung on to this rope and cried said oh joshabeth what can we do mother said we are the people of god god blessed us we are the children of abraham isaac and jacob and why will we have to be slaves down here to these things oh it's terrible how these poor boys cried oh i pray and i pray and i pray joshabeth and seems like that god just don't even hear me i pray and i pray and he seems like he turns a deaf ear he don't hear me at all he seems like he don't care anymore He's talking to about god now she said look amram that don't sound like you because you're a real daddy and that don't sound like you because you're always encouraging us telling us to have faith in god and you're saying this thing oh but dear when i pray so much and still god don't hear me seems like it just gets worse all the time the more i pray the worse it gets but little boys and girls malaka for is asking them does god hear prayer the boys and girls say yes he hears prayer does god answer prayer yes yeah does he answer real quick not all the time
time does he know sometimes he makes us wait is that right yes but god answers prayer doesn't he and just because everything is going wrong that's no sign we should quit praying are you listening parents you're praying and it's what ha is happening is opposite to your prayer and you get discouraged the more i pray the more worse it becomes but that doesn't mean god isn't hearing it that's not a sign that we should quit praying oh shan mere khuda ki marzi nahi hai ki main dua karu kyunki main jitna dua karta hu karti hu main dekhta hu ya dekhti hu utni hi zyada cheez bigad rahi hai shayad khuda ki marzi nahi hai nahi khuda ki marzi hai ki aap dua kare i'm reading it from the message to you just because everything is going wrong that's no sign that we should quit praying we just pray on anyhow no matter what the circumstances are he answers anyhow all right so after this brief talk now joshua is asking amram again well are you going up to pray again yes Five minutes back, he said, "God's not hearing me. The more I pray, the worse it becomes." Now he says, "God knew this. This is not Amram speaking. This is just the outside. But that inside man is tied with me." So now Joshua says, "Are you going to pray up again?" Yes. And Daddy had a secret room way up in the attic where he went to pray. So you know, you should also have a secret room, right? Where you can just pour out yourself before God. So he gets up there that night. He kneels down by the side. He said, "Now he said, Joshua, now you go on and go to bed. You and the kiddies, because don't bother me. I'm going to pray maybe all." night to night so he gets down on his knees and he prays and he prays i see him lift up his hands and say oh god of abraham isaac and of jacob remember your promise to your people here we are way down here in egypt and we are under bondage and oh our cruel taskmasters are driving us to do things and to beating us around and our poor people are stripped off naked and are whipping us with whips and we are your people oh god surely you'll hear prayer surely you'll answer prayer and i pray and i pray and i pray and you seem like you don't even answer me but god i believe that you are god and you will finally answer prayer and he prayed on like that almost all night what a character you see this is one drama which is telling you the faith of amram and of joshua listen carefully what did he see that disturbed when young boys of his house i mean house of israel not even 12 years old and some between 12 to 18 maybe suffering under taskmaster taskmasters beating them today we have different taskmasters whipping our boys and girls those taskmasters are in the form of games in the form of pastimes are children becoming slave to mobiles and gadgets is mobile bad are these electronic gadgets bad no but a spirit working through them bringing the children under subjection they don't want food they don't want study they don't want parents they only want games they want gadget they can go to any limits they can fight they can show attitudes they can show moods they can go to any extent devil beating were they like this when they were born no they were not they were very nice but at today these young teenagers world is catching over them world and devil's task masters catching hold of them when you see these things for long times your eyesight goes down and when you keep on sitting for hours together your biology and metabolism gets disturbed in our time when we were children we used to be out playing and played for hours and hours and when we used to return back we used to be red in our face that's right but today they don't want to go out they want to stay indoors with their games and their body is going down then those Those children say about seventeen, eighteen, who are now stepping up in life to get a career. Devil distracts them that they cannot concentrate on that. Rather, they get concentrated and sidetracked on other issues, to drugs, to uh, unholy pictures, and to wrong kinds of videos. You know what are these? Taskmasters. What we read: those young boys pulling that cart. Our boys pulling their cart of sin today, carrying the cart of pornography and games and entertainment on their back, and they can't pull it. The body wants to. sleep but you're not so lucrative they can wake up the 
the whole night with it. Can they sit so much time with the Bible? They can't. Five minutes Bible, they go to sleep, but they can spend 10 hours with that phone. Now, isn't that a bondage? Isn't that a bondage, brother, sister? Then shouldn't there be an Amram amongst us? Shouldn't our parents, we the parents, should learn from Amram? There was an Amram there who could see Egypt destroying their children. And I want to tell you young children too who can understand. Do you understand you are under a taskmaster? Daddy says, cut your hairs. But you don't want that part of the hair to be cut because you want to go with the rest of the world. You realize that you're under a demonic influence, little child. Do you understand that you are under an Egyptian taskmaster? You know what happened with Absalom? His long hairs became the cause of his death. Are you understanding? There's a spirit that goes with everything. That's right. We need to understand it. Then daddy doesn't want the girl to wear that dress because it shows body. But you know the girl says, no, I will wear it. Don't you understand, little girl? You are under an Egyptian taskmaster. Young girl sitting before mirrors for hours. No time for Bible. No time for message. No time for message. They are under a demonic influence. Oh, brother, then this should stir our mind. And I'm talking to the children also. It's time to get stirred up. To recognize that this is a bondage. This is nothing but a bondage. And it is important that we be freed from this bondage. Oh yes. And so Amram went to pray. And he's praying this prayer. We just read it. And next morning about 3 or 4 o'clock. He comes down the little steps. And looks over there. And there was his lovely little wife. Little Josheveth. She was there in the bed asleep. And Aaron and little Miriam tucked in the bed. And then he talks. When he comes down. Josheveth gets up. And he's talking with her. Yeah I prayed all night. His eyes were strained with tears. Because he cried for the people. And she said, Looky, Amram, you shouldn't go too hard at it. That's right. Now he said, Listen, dear, that's good. But now look, you have got two kiddies to raise here, and the burden is mine. If somebody don't pray for our poor people, what will become of them? What's going to happen if somebody don't have the people at heart? Somebody has got to pray. Well, she says, Amram, the burden is not all yours. Amram replied, Well, it seems to. And anyhow, I'll pray anyhow all the time. Goes to work that day, and each day, he comes and goes the same old toil and he had a particular job brother Branham says to make the molds and put it in that big furnace you know that brick molds and oh when they used to open that furnace horrible heat comes out it almost break his hide he'd push those bricks back in there and bake them bring them out to build great big roads and great big high towers to idol gods and everything you see what who, who are they working for to build idols they were slaves working for idols and this real Christian man down there working like that for the enemy but he was a slave he was in bondage. He had to do it. Every night when he would come home, he would pray and go up the steps again and pray and pray and pray and pray and come back down. Got not better. No better. Got no better. It just kept getting worse. Now, can you see this faith? It's not just written like that, but this drama will explain the faith of a man who prayed, who just prayed and prayed and it actually kept getting worse. दूसरी तरफ ये खबर भी बताते हैं एक तरफ बात होती है बादल 
बदल की रेप्चर की थियोफनी की तो भाई विल्सन है कहा आज वो तो थियोफनी में ही खुदा का खैर धन्यवाद हो नहीं ब्रदर हम तो वो समय देखना चाहते हैं जबकि ये सब बंद हो जाए वो भी आएगा लेकिन वो आएगा आपकी दुआओं क्या करें ब्रदर दुआ करते हैं लेकिन खबरें यही सुनने को मिलती है ये रही आमराम की तस्वीर आज सुबह आपके सामने जस्ट कैप गेटिंग वॉश अब देखिए सब होने के बाद एक बड़ी अच्छी दुआ करी रात को सब कुछ हुआ अब सुबह उठ के काम पे गया सुनिए क्या हुआ वन डे ओवर एट वर्क एंड वन डे ओवर एट वर्क ही हर्ड अ रूमा अफवाह अफवाह नहीं कहेंगे एक खबर सुनी टीवी खबर नहीं है खबर सुनी क्योंकि मेरे को मैं जानता नबी क्या बोलने जा रहे हैं समझ में आया कि अब देश में कुछ होने वाला है राजा एक काउंसिल बुला रहा है अपने मिनिस्टर्स की उनके साथ बैठ वॉट वॉज इट अ काउंसिल वॉज गोइंग टू मीट दैट नाइट ब्रदर प्लीज अ काउंसिल वॉज गोइंग टू मीट दैट नाइट कुछ नेताओं का झुंड रात को फिराउन से मिलने जा रहा है ओल्ड किंग फेराव द ओल्ड विकेट किंग वॉज गोइंग टू कॉल ऑल ऑफ हिस पीपल टूगेदर एंड है सो दिस ग्रेट काउंसिल मीटिंग डाउन देर आई नो समिंग लाइक एन एक्यूमेनिकल काउंसिल एंड अदर काउंसिल बट लेट सी वॉट है सो दैट नाइट ही वेंट इन वॉज जस्ट ऑल डाउन आमराम वॉज जस्ट सो लो ही गोज एंड वाइफ से आमराम डिया मेट हेम एट द डोर एंड किस डेम एंड सेट आई हैव योर सफर रियल गुड एंड वॉर्म बट सेट डिया यू लुक सो पेल वॉट द मैटर if you have only knew what's going on it's worse than ever Shh, can't tell it the children is around wait till after supper i'll tell you about it are you listening children okay so she had supper ready and got supper up and took all the kiddies and put them in bed so they went in he said joshabed i want to tell you something one of the more horrible things is a hap what so they are going to have another council today tonight and when they do they are going to get some more burdens upon us people so then let's go over to the king's palace now in the drama bro brand king pharaoh brings them all out there and said all right all you generals what's the matter with you around here i give my orders around here this people is increasing all the time what's the matter can't we stop this said some day there will come another army in here and all these enemies of ours out of goshen over there these israelites will join themselves with this army and they'll overcome us you know the king of this world knows there's an army coming from another side and these who are growing on this earth they'll join up with them in a rapture and they'll destroy us before that can happen Let's destroy them. Let's see what the story says. Because what hath been shall be again, and our great economy will be torn down. Our great kingdom will be destroyed. They'll take us. What's the matter with you people? Speak up, somebody! Don't you know something to say? Oh, he was mean and very mean. That Pharaoh. All the generals shaking. One of them raised up and said, "Long live King Pharaoh." Well, say what you're going. Say, "Long live the King, Your Highness, Sir." He said, "I would desire that you would put more burdens upon the people. You numbskull! You already put plenty of burdens on the." people and yet they increase why you if that's all the ideas you got just keep it to yourself oh he was rough they're still increasing they're still holding meetings they're still having baptisms still they are increasing how sh- how should we stop them catch that spirit are you getting it church i have increased their job hours i make them work at night yet they have baptisms yet after a night job the boys then the church to play music yet god is with them yet they are increasing i've tried to change them do things so many things i've done i'm not able to stop them give me some more suggestion oh you increase put more More burdens on them. Now Pharaoh said, "This will not work. I have to change my strategy." Oh, church, catch it! After a while, one raised up, red big smile on his face, like the devil, and he said, "Long live King Pharaoh." Said, "I have got the idea." Said, "Well, speak."
speak up, don't stand there like that. He said, I'll tell you what we could do. And you know, these people are increasing so fast. Yes, that's right. Yes, said some of them, some of their people even have as many as 14 children. You know, if I speak spiritually, there are more than 14 we have born. One, one bearing so many. That's right. Spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers. That's right. Coming to that physical part. They, one woman bears 14 children. Sometimes they have 20 children. And our people don't have maybe one. Maybe. Our, our, no, no, we only have one maybe. You know, Egypt was uh, going with the birth control plans. We have just one. That's why they're increasing so fast. They're just covering the whole land. Oh yeah, they will overpower us. So let's pass laws. Yeah, you can understand. See, God was doing something. See, God always pulls the wool over the devil's eyes, you see. see he knows what he's doing, see. And all these women just having lots of children. Why? He said, long live the king. And I'll tell that. What? Every time a woman gives birth to a little babe, boy, baby, go out in the land there and get some woman that's not mothers. Aisi aurton ko dhundo, dhundwaya jaye, jo ab tak maa nahi bani aur na maa banna chahti hain. That's not mothers. You see, women that never had children, women that don't want children and don't love children, all long-nosed witches. See, longer the nose, the better. <laughs> You're getting all the prop. He's talking to the little children. But that's, that's the something telling something. Oh, long-nosed witches. You know, they are in the newspaper today. You can see them in the pictures. They only love to paint their nails, paint their face and paint their hairs as they want to. But they don't want family. They don't want children. They don't know what love for a child is. That's right. Long-nosed witches. That's what you see in the newspapers today. See, longer the nose, the better. Oh, long fingers, painted up faces. Get them. They don't know what a mother's love is. So then, when a little boy baby is being born, why let them go and get that little boy baby, bring him out, bust his head against the wall, throw it back in the house to the mother like that, throw him down in a big well. That's the work of the witches. When a baby boy is born, why boys? They are seed carriers. That's right. But actually the message goes for all today. Boys and girls both, yes. So when you find that boy who is a Hebrew child, a child born in Jerusalem, a child born to a Hebrew family, target those children now. You see, you have increased their job hours, you have done everything, you couldn't stop them growing. You couldn't stop them, their baptism. You couldn't stop people being born again. You couldn't stop all these things happening. I have a way. Kill their children. That's the second policy. If that won't work, now this will work. Whenever you find a boy, bust his head. Notice the sign language. Just bust his head on a mobile, on a game. Make him mad. Make him dead. And throw him in a well. Pit. Hell. And that's the work of who? Long-nosed witches. Are you getting it? Those fashion women. Those women who speak in such a way to arouse bad thoughts. To bring subliminal bad messages in children. Encouraging them in a wrong direction. That is called busting the head. You see, you couldn't stop their meetings. You couldn't stop their preaching. You couldn't stop their growing. Now, this is the next step. Attack their children. Especially the male children. Tomorrow, they can be preachers. Tomorrow, they will be the seed bearers. Tomorrow, they will bring more children. Kill them before they grow. Before they can know Christ. Before they can become the seed bearers. Kill them. Send them to hell. Throw them in the river Nile. Let devil crocodiles eat them. Are you catching it? Oh my. Today, it's happening with both boys and girls. Yes. If this little girl grows up, if this little girl grows up, tomorrow she may be a witness. Tomorrow she may testify to somebody. And I don't want that testimony. It's disturbing me. Kill them. Step number two. Attack their children. Teaching on Moses. Catch it. Parents, Amrams and Joshavids, I say today morning, listen to the message. And I will also say to the children, listen to this bondage which is happening today in a very different way to spoil them. One day when I was going uh, to Hyderabad, of course for meeting, and I was at Delhi airport, I was with the Raji, brother Nishchal, brother Donny and all the rest. And uh, I think Daksh was there, yes. And I saw this bondage with my eyes. A husband and wife sitting there on the waiting lounge. And there was a boy, a small boy this high, going like, what's going on? What's going on? Daddy said, why don't you sit down? Yeah, I will. Mama said, would you like to have some juice? No! Now, 
this is not a normal mind this is a disturbed mind this is a mind which is encaptivated by these things today the brain cells are getting hyper stimulated eye twitching like this you know eye twitching face twitching all these things happening all these things happening in the body and then body is growing they don't want to go outside so they drown all their enthusiasm in food and so they start eating one boy eating the food of 10 people you know a normal man cannot eat so much yeah there's a balance of eating understanding i i am a doctor and i also know this i have seen patients who have drowned themselves in depression and because they didn't have any recreation they went into eating you see it's a devil and when they eat so much fat starts building up and at premature age develop some disease that's why i find young boys and girls dying of heart attacks some years back they used to die at above 50 60 then came 40 then came 30 now it's 20 20 25 years boy dying with heart attacks why he couldn't control his eating cholesterol went so high and so many problems my brother this is nothing but a bondage a second tactics of the devil working in the houses of spiritual israelites to stop their rapture but you know this is the time of the exodus This is the time of deliverance. You know what Pharaoh said? You males go, keep your families here. That's when the Exodus prophet replied, "We, our wives and our children, we all will go to worship on that mountain." Devil would always want part family to worship and part family to stay back, but God wants different. The whole family should worship. That's why Joshua said, "As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord." That's right. But see that devilish grin on this face. You know he's talking to small children. He's talking to small children. These two long-nosed witches. Today we can call them Catholics and Protestants, but that's a different story. I'm trying to make it personal to you and your family. These devils moving on this earth, attacking young children. That's right. And it's happening in such a way. Come on, just seeing Tom and Jerry. But what is Tom and Jerry trying to teach the child? You know, Tom and Jerry fighting for the fridge, opening the fridge. drowning the fridge the whole night when the owner has gone that is what tom and jerry are doing that's what the cartoon show and the child learns that now my parents have gone to sleep i'll be tom and jerry now i'll now open the fridge and i'll do what tom and jerry done and so next morning that old lady gets up oh what happened to my fridge but what happened tom and jerry came in the night yeah this may sound a little funny but it's a fact it is happening it is happening that are the messages conveyed to our children that's right over that we have a lockdown you can't go out but thank god there are some uh, some restrictions have been eased now i want to say this have you realized how the devil is working in the lives of exodus people to stop them from going what about a family that when amram is praying there's a big shout downstairs joshebeth screaming on children what kind of a drama would it be when amram is up in the room to pray and joshebeth is screaming at children because aaron and miriam are making a hell out of their mother are you understanding what kind of a family would that be but thank god amram and joshebet had good children they understood their parents they understood the value of prayer daddy is praying mummy is praying or mummy is doing something i shouldn't disturb them i should do things pleasing to my father what about jesus i do things that pleases my father and if that same jesus lives in children i want to do things pleasing my father that is right i my work is to do the will of my father that's what the scriptures say amen but now see what's happening here this decision kill them children throw them to crocodiles tie the little hands and feet and throw them to crocodile kill these boy babies and so this news came to amram and these witches don't know what a mother is they don't know the love of mother that's right they only learn fashion that's right they only learn rock music but they never learned raising a family so they don't know what a mother is specially chosen and later on brother branham will explain given them police duties then brother branham says oh what a duty to give to a mother to a woman but those women who don't know what 
what a mother is. Joining up with police force. Yeah, he said it. I'm not no one to judge anybody, but I'm just showing you what the prophet said. Make them police. And when you make them police and give them orders that they can go in any house they want to, take every little baby out and bust its head against a wall and give it to the crocodiles to eat. Oh, how cruel. Then the next day when Amram was down there working, he heard that issue had been made. Oh, he goes home. He said, oh, Joshaveb, oh, darling, let me tell you something. You know what that order was issued? To kill all the little boy babies. And he told us, said, oh, I just can't stand. Upstairs, he went again pray. That night, he prayed like he never prayed before. Are we supposed to keep on praying or pray on? Is that right? Just keep on praying. No matter what goes on, keep on praying. Oh, yes. The worse it gets, just keep on praying. This is what a prayer warrior is. Amram did that. Now the first thing you know, he prayed all night. Oh God, be merciful. Help God. We pray that you will help us in some way. Back down, he come around daylight. Day after day. And oh, what a howl around the country. Every day they'd hear mothers screaming up and down the streets. They'd take their little babies out of their arms. Their little cunning little boy babies. Those old witches would go in there and take their little feet and bang them up against the wall and kill them. And throw them into the crocodiles. The poor mother would get on her knees and she would cry don't take my baby don't take my baby and oh what a time they were having you know how mother loves little baby how she butts them on the chin remember how mother would take you and wash you and kiss you and would say how pretty you was and how she put you in the bed at night oh if you you would a little door would be open little draft coming through something like that oh my she run real quick and shut the door cover up the little baby and you know she takes it that's right mother is caring she loved you see she loved you oh she loved that poor little thing that God had given her that was helpless and it couldn't help itself so she loved that little baby and she just kissed her little babies and played with them because she was a real mother see but these old women that killed the babies they didn't know what motherly love was they wasn't mothers all they thought about they just had big time on their mind things of the world so they'd go in and kill those little babies you're too young to know he's telling telling the little children but it's still going on that's right now you adults know what i'm talking about that's right too much of it oh you say i wouldn't take but abortion case is the same you know abortion all right but you see they don't know what mother live is. Now you know what I mean when I say real mothers. That's right. Killing their own babies. That's right. And I've shown you the devil's tactics going on today. Now, there they come in. But now, Pharaoh holds another count. This drama is telling us step by step how devil is trying to destroy the Exodus people. Listen now. Pharaoh called all of his counselors together. And all of them together. They got in there and said, all right. They are still increasing. What will we do about it now? We have killed their children, but they are still increasing in the words some male children were still left some have escaped oh brother not all had died when these witches were going and searching for them some escaped them and they, be they became the cause of increase in population so now Pharaoh is holding another council they are still increased what should we do this same old sly slick devil faced guy raised up he said long live king Pharaoh I have the idea look you've got the man working you've got the man work you make them have a kiln of bricks so many each day make them make them out of stubble Bhusi say you have killed the little children and things but they are still increasing the thing you ought to do is put the woman to work too if you put the woman to work then they won't now that's not a woman's place if you put the woman to work then they won't now then brother Adam says now that's not a woman's place no so they said but you put the woman to work and put them out there and let them make brick too and then they'll be so tired when they come in they can't cook their husband's supper 
get down to business do you do that in the school do you you ask god to help you in school when you you are going to go to school and you don't make very good grades you go in and say god i want you to help me see it's all written in the message do you pray how many little boys and girls pray he's saying lift your hands in in other words let's see your hand oh that's fine now that's good then he's asking little children also do you have a secret place i'm listening children do you have a secret place where you go pray where mommy and daddy don't even see you do you pray like that you don't pray like that have a little place slip out and pray and say your little prayer say it every night before you go to bed when you get up in the morning see oh that's good how many other little boys and girls raise up your hand that prays way over the building why and that fine and now that's good that shows you got a real mother and daddy that teaches you to do these things now now when really you get in need you better pray sincerely and you so little amram upstairs he goes oh my he didn't want no supper that he said it's too bad my oh she said you must eat supper dad just can't do it joshabeth i can't we are getting worse but you are losing weight you are nervous you are pale in your face you are vomiting up your food and things oh i don't know what to do but he said dear if somebody don't take the people to heart if somebody don't pray for the people what will we do we are getting worse surely sometime god will hear that's right that's right god will hear and then he goes on and explains and amram prays another prayer and so he explains his prayer i'll just keep on reading because uh, i want to jump a little apart and brother branham explains how he's losing weight and he's still praying and still praying as that even when people make fun of you hold on just keep holding on jehovah will answer don't worry all right and so you know this time when he prayed in paragraph 140 i'm reading now little old frail body lost a lot of weight up the creaky steps he goes goes over there and kneels down he said oh jehovah Oh, he prayed like he had never prayed before. He said, "Jehovah, looky here. You're a real God. We believe that you got ears. We believe you got eyes, and you know all things. And we believe you are the God of the Hebrews. We are the people of the promise. Are we the people of promise? We believe you keep your word. So look at these heathens out here. How they are taking our cheap labor and building great big roads and idols and everything. You, Jehovah, would you sit in heaven and let the heathens rule over you? I don't believe you'll do it. Amen. I still don't believe he'll do it. Amen. When the devil comes in, God is." till god right he'll not permit these devils to do that kya aap hamare bachchon ko allow karenge ki shaitan ki murtiyon ki seva kare kya hamare haathon se aap unki murtiyan banwayenge samjho mere bhai meri behan humse apni murtiyan banwa rahe hain apni sadke banwa rahe hain you jehovah would you sit in heaven and let the heathens rule over you i don't believe you'll do it amen but brand says yes amen i still don't believe he'll do it amen when the devil comes in god is still god right he'll not permit these devils to do that i believe that today that when fashion and nonsense and all this tommy rot going on still God still reigns and he is still God. Right what we need is somebody like Amram, God the burden on their heart, who will stay there and pray through until the heavens is split open. Yon God comes down and answers prayer amen. I wonder today when hundreds of little babies are thrown into the rivers and cesspools as in nalon mein phenk de jate hain and not permitted to live and abortion cases, garpath ke cases and everything else committed. Oh Jehovah will you permit such stuff to go on? He knocks on the pulpit six times. Brother Branham today when whiskey and beer and nightlife and everything is crying out and even the pulpit has got so weak till they are afraid to say anything about it jehovah will you permit such nonsense to go on he'll answer one day oh his wrath is terrible when it comes yes sir women going out and making their baby's eye a cigarette tray women going out and making their baby's eye a cigarette tray cigarette ki tray bana di yani ki cigarette ka dhuaan jo cigarette ki jo ash hai usko bacche ki aankh pe phenk rahi hain to drop ashes in and everything and people take the little babies out to beer parlors 
little girls and boys sitting up six or eight years old drinking and things like that and the nation legalizing it and it's all right oh my think jehovah don't see that when they're even making fun of the people who really are right with god that's right all these things going on making fun hold on just keep holding on jehovah will answer don't worry in the last few months he's answering that's right don't worry all right we go on a little further we find him up there praying that was a remarkable prayer and he just gets so tired prayer room mein itna thak gaya, he lays down he just prays till he just falls on the floor Prathana karte karte pe gir gaya. Karte karte gir gaya, gir do mujhe. he can't go any further and he took a little nap he woke up matter look around here where is this light coming from oh, oh, oh. Dua karke khuli. there's a light in the room. oh look standing there in the corner there stood an angel his sword hanging there on his side oh he looked again and he rubbed his eyes he pulled up on his knee. He said, Lord, oh, what? What would you want of me? He said, Amram, I am the angel of God. I have been sent from heaven to tell you God heard your prayer. And I've come to tell you that he's going to send a deliverer. This is where the faith of the parents is written. That faith was based on an angelic visitation. A man who constantly prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Prayed till he fell down. A man who prayed even when the circumstances got worst. But in spite of all that, just kept on praying. But one morning, the reply came. Amram, your prayers are heard. Cornelius, your prayer is heard. Oh, it happens. It happens one day. An angel visits. I've come to tell you God heard your prayer. And I've come to tell you that he's going to send a deliverer. He remembers all of his promises. I see the angel now. Look at him. He's pulling out his sword. He points it to the north. Amram looked. He said, just the point of this sword lays the promised land. Pointing towards the northern side. There's the promised land. You understand the sign language? And I promised Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, your fathers, that you people would inherit that land. They will receive that theophany. And I've heard the groaning of the people. Just before the deliverance, there is a groaning. There's a In the Bible it says, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. That's the scriptures. That's what is written here. And I heard the groaning of the people. I heard the crying of the children. And I am come down. And I want you to know that you are going to play a great part in this, Amram. Because you are faithful in prayer. Oh, I'm feeling very inspired. You are faithful in your house. And about this time next year, Joshua, your lovely little wife, is going to embrace a little baby boy. And the little baby boy is going to be a deliverer. Glory. Amen. He said, oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh, he's so beautiful. And after that angelic visitation, he goes down and tells Joshua, and she looks so beautiful. He says, we are going to have this baby. Oh, hallelujah, Joshua. She was white. Her face, her eyes were staring. Her great eyes were looking. Joshua, what's the matter? Oh, Amram. No, no, no. We have a boy, baby? Yes. Oh, you, it can't be. You know what? Oh, if you'd have never had this vision. You know what? Pharaoh, he's killing all the little babies. angel Yes, but you know, if God gives us this baby, God will take care of the baby. That's where the faith of the parents is coming. Amen. God promised. God will take care of him. You know, it makes you feel good when you get an answer. <laughs> Next day morning, when Amram went to work, pass some more bricks. Come on, let's go. An old guy walked up and said, Now when do you think he'll ever answer? You know, talking like that. Well, I'm going to tell you. I ain't going to tell you. Because you are an unbeliever. Anyhow, pass me some more bricks. Throw them in there like that. Don't care. You don't have to tell unbelievers all things. Dealing Pass me some more bricks. Hallelujah. Going to 
आंसर प्रे इज जस्ट सिंगिंग टू हिमसेल्फ दैट द वे यू फील वेन यू नो इट्स गोइंग टू हैपन इन्हीं गीतों में जब हमें फीलिंग होने लगेगी कि बस अब हम उड़ने वाले हैं तो हम मैं बता नहीं सकता क्या होगा छोटा भाई हुआ घर में जो की ऐसा करता था वेन ही नो नो टीथ जस्ट ग्रीन लाइक दैट ढूंढ रही थी बच्चा रोया नहीं बच्चा चुप रहा सोचा आपने खुदा ने बच्चे को चुप रखा 
You see, God was with that child, with that man child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to show you something. This is wonderful. We really blessed me and I want to pass this blessing. Ab kya we pray. Let's pray. Oh. So he goes upstairs and he prays. He said, Jehovah, you got ears. Jehovah, you got eyes. Jehovah, you can hear. You can answer prayer. You gave us this baby. You gave us your promise. And you will keep your promise. And you'll keep that baby. And I'm confident. After praying, getting real tired, he just fell over like this and went to sleep. Rabranam imitates snoring. He was so tired. Worked all day and praying all night. Worked all day. Prayed all night. He was tired. And then you know what happened? He went to sleep. And he dreamed. A... You know God speaks in dreams too? Doesn't he? Sure. He does. Yes, he does. He can see and he speaks in dreams. May these children hear the message. Oh, when he woke up, he said, God must have shown him some dream. Lord Branham snaps his finger once. Amram got up and said, That's it. I ought to have thought about that. That's what I ought to do. Kya karna hai, Amram? Lord Branham knocked on the pulpit five times. I just won't say nothing about it. Down the stairs he goes, he said, Joshabeth, yes, dear, oh, I'm so weary, I can't sleep. Oh, go to sleep, go to sleep, it's all over. How you know? Oh, I just know. I just have confidence. I have a faith. That faith came in that dream. A dream by a river. Binding the mamba down. How to do it? How to bind that mamba? Ah, here, in very simple drama, things, great things will open up. Now, instead of dad that night going upstairs to pray, he went down in the basement. Usrat, Bajaya Amram, yes, basement. He was busy down there. I wonder what he was doing. Let's slip down and see. I see him down there going. The Branham begins humming. Something is building. Slam, slam, slam. The Branham hums. Take this reed and looks it over, twist it and see if it's good. You know, he's doing something. Little Aaron went out that day and gathered a whole arm load of them. Twist it and see if it's good. He brings the whole arm load to that basement. God take care of. He's hemming that song. Old time religion. Building a basket. God takes care of you. Old time religion. It's all good. Got to be true. Talk, talk, talk. Tie them around. She said, Amram, what's the matter with you? Hallelujah. Nothing, dear. Go on. The brand of hums. The old time religion. It's the old time religion. Bring this over here. You know, it's the old time religion. Shh. Seal it all up and it's good enough for me. Give me this hole. Basket bana raha hai. Upar raal laga raha hai. Ye seal up kar do sabko. Isko puri sab taraf se seal laga do. Give me that old time religion and it's good enough for me. Doing something. You know after a week or two passed, the first thing you know, they were wondering what he was, they wondered what he was doing. So one night when they was all asleep, he slips upstairs and bring this little thing up. You know, he gets up like this and he brings it up. He raises up the cover where Joshabeth, his wife is sleeping. He raises up the cover basket cover and he slips it under the cover and little Aaron and little Miriam was asleep you know oh she was a sweet little thing that little girl was and so was little Aaron so he put it under there he said Joshua dear she said have you been in the basement praying this time of night Amram said no I've been in the basement praising God what you been doing and I want to tell you now you know that old witches is coming back yeah and I want to tell you what we are going to do we have had the baby now for three months and we've got to get rid of it oh Amram you got to do what? We've got to get rid of the baby. Get rid of the baby? Yeah. Oh, you are cruel. No, I'm not cruel. No, no, no. I know what I'm doing. What do you mean? Why you'll be as bad as Pharaoh going to get rid of our baby? Yeah, going to get rid of the baby. Oh, we can't. Now, listen. Amram is telling Joshabeth, if we keep it, we are going to lose it. And if we give it to the one who gave it to us, he will find it. Is that right? Now, if you keep it, we are going to lose it. How are you going to lose it? Why are them old witches is going to come by and get it? Then, taking this brother Branham said and I'm telling you children boys, girls, teenagers, adults everybody oh he makes a huge state and look if you keep that soul and go ahead and live like the world you are going to lose it 
the witches of hell is after you and that's right all this old folly of the world and things out there it's right after you if you keep it are you listening children if you keep it you lose it but if you give it back to the one who gave it to you you will find it and keep it what is it now if you keep it what do we do the children say lose it if you give it to christ we what keep it keep it amen that's good now you answer right this is going on the recording also now he said joshabeth we are going to lose it if we keep it we lose it so if we turn it back to the one who gave it to us then we'll keep it then he's talking to papa and mama also now you got a soul and papa and mama you the same but if you keep it you are going to lose it that's right the witches of hell will take it they're all after it but if you give it back to the one who gave it to you you'll keep it to everlasting life at this time brother Branham is shouting hallelujah amen excuse me children i'm just old fashioned enough to shout <laughs> let's say it all together i say oh, even those who i let's say it all together let's say it all together if you keep it you will lose it if you'll give it back to the one who gave it to you you will keep it amen remember now give the soul back to god remember now give it to him now let's watch the drama oh she began weeping joshabeth she said oh what you going to do with it she said look here i want to show you something what you got under my bed here let me show you and he pulled it out oh it's a little reed basket now from here i can go to the wooden box but i don't want to i'm just speaking to children today yes because i can find same tactics used by the devil today that's right working in children in families to stop that exodus that's right it's a little ship so now that he brings that basket out it's a little ship what it is hasn't got no rudder chappu nahi hai it hasn't got no sail hasn't got no cannons on it bandooke nahi hai and it's going to pack the most precious cargo that was ever packed by a ship till that time to that time hear it it hasn't got no captain or no crew Branham claps his hand together twice Brother I know a ship for an adult like that too I know a ship for an adult also like that too Oh she's an am let me look at it amram let me see she goes over here said look here got a little lid on it picks the little lid up you stinks you my yes it stinks why i poured it full of tar it's all pitched all over that's what he was boiling down there and put it on top of these reeds he pitched it he had pitched it see the water can't get into it then see it's all sealed all over and said it just can't get into it the water can't i pitched it few smells bad you children know what tar is when they are fixing the street oh that awful smell yes that awful smell but it shuts out all the cracks on the street and that's the way this does you know when we started noah it shuts out all the water and that's what prayer does for the believer that's what daily keeps the world out of you that's what daily keeps the world out of you when you pitch yourself on your knees and say lord jesus and the blood comes down and it seals you all up so the devil can't get you see that's right see so you know many times the people go around say it's awful but that don't make any difference badi badbu aa rahi hai but it keeps you safe that's the main thing keep safe say you are old fashioned but that doesn't matter it keeps you safe well said what we going to do is i tell you what we are going to do we are going to take the baby and we are going to have a little parting judai ki ceremony karenge and we are going to take the baby and put him in there and put him out in the nile river oh no 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 amram you can't put a baby out in the river yep yep i know what i'm doing he had had a dream he knowed what to do by faith amram and joshaphat revealed in this drama see god had instructed him he knowed what to do the best way to get rid of those witches is get seed to get rid of those crocodiles is get sealed in a basket just before roman general titus came to destroy jerusalem this man child was born in the lives of some people and what happened to them they got sealed and those baskets escaped escaped the sword of rome 
same thing is going to happen today only way to do it is die to self let's get rid of ourselves and get sealed in a basket oh there are so many things i can go on today is a little rest and i'm just speaking simple things to children and family and i think you will understand it but it's very important very 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 important he had already seen that dream god had instructed him he knowed what to do he built this and he seen it was the very type of the ark that saved noah back there in his time i can bring the seven seal i can bring the tent vision i can bring thunders all here but i'm not doing it seven thunders and all those things Oh, there are so many things and go in the message some other time. But I really felt inspired in my heart after reading this message to speak to the families today. That's right. Recognize the devil. So he said, look here before I go further. Again, I feel inspired to say this. Isn't it strange? March 21, the lockdown came. April, May. And now this is June. Now it's approximately three months. And listen to this very carefully. There's something very important to you. And for the first time in our lives, confess it. Don't feel ashamed. You got a lot of time with the family. It's a fact. Why is God permitting you and I to be with the fam now. Now I'm saying brother. You see, nothing happens by chance. One side corona on one side a lockdown, whatever it is. Suddenly now you're finding a lot of time with the family. Spend time with them. Preach to them. Sit with them. Teach them the word. Why is God permitting all that? The last thing that happened in Egypt, every man sat with his family and ate the lamb. And when that night passed over, when death passed over that family, that pestilence that was moving, but it passed over the house of the those who had the token. They were sitting with their family eating the lamb. Death was to kill the child, the firstborn, which belonged to God actually. That is where the death was going to strike. But by the blood, by that lamb, it passed over. Next day morning, the marching orders came. Compare that with today. Same thing happening with you and I. Getting extraordinarily lot of time with the family. Taskmaster understood. Increasing your job hour cannot stop your prayer or you're going to church. So do what? I'll attack your family. I'll attack your children. But God gave a counter attack and he said, now you sit at home. Listen carefully. Then the taskmaster said, now you sit back at home. Now we'll pass new laws. Corona is bringing a new world, a new virtual world. Let's live in virtual offices, virtual marriages, virtual offices. Thank God, God is not virtual, you know, virtual events. But one good thing, we have started a law. Oh, you can work from home. So now you work from home. Listen now. So what happened? That transportation stopped. And now you're staying at home. And you know what is happening at home, right? In our field, they're building web, web uh, softwares now. Sit back at home and see patient. Of course, you can't do surgeries. For that, you have to still go. But they are making software. You can give them consultation. All done from home. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think God has given us so much time with our families? And while we are at home, we are observing what's happening, which we didn't observe many years. And now we can see some problems. We can see some things which can be identified and made corrected. God has given us a time to mend and do things right. That's right. Just before the marching order, families sitting together with their lamb, eating the lamb. Isn't it strange? Even this meeting is not going to a group. It's still going to families sitting back at home and listening to the message that's right it's the same god doing the same thing so we are not just reading teaching on moses we are reading our exodus story let's learn something from amram today so now he says we'll do a parting ceremony no 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 but we are going now little miriam cries i'm not reading that part i'll just jump over to read something else i'll just jump over to read something else so they go to the nile river full of crocodiles i saw a small documentary some of the longest and the biggest crocodiles today in the whole world are in river nile one is on the northern side of australia and one is in Nile. Some of them are even as long as 27 feet. Now 27 feet is a long one. That's right. And it's a huge crocodile. Especially eating thousands of babies. They're fattened up. That's right. Listen what's happening now. But I want to show you something. While many babies were being fed to crocodiles. Today I can say this. When many little children losing their lives spiritually thrown to the crocodiles of this world. Here there's a baby. Sealed in the basket. His parents seal him up. Amen. Safe in an ark. Now coming back to the drama. So 
Miriam is crying. Aaron is crying. Where are you taking our brother? Joshua is crying. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. I know the Lord told me in the dream. Shh, shh. Let's go to the river. So they go around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning around that time. Because it's much, much before morning. They don't want anybody to see. When Miriam is crying, shh. Aaron is crying, shh. Joshua is weeping, shh. Quietly, they will see us. Those witches are everywhere. Are you understanding? So now he says they go to the river, took that basket, now put the child there. Joshua says, just a minute. Put a little blanket and put a little pillow. My darling little baby, God bless you. Oh, brother, the way the prophet picturized it. And now put it there in the basket. Shh. Now God will take care of that. Don't worry. Give him back to God. Close the little lid down. And the first thing you know, father begins to pull off his coat. Father begins to pull off his coat. Take off his shirt. Here he goes, wading out into the water, taking that basket. What? do you think is going on in heaven about this time? Hallelujah. You know, when things goes on down here, there is something going on up there too. Amen. I can see God raised from his throne. Walk over, say, Gabriel, Gabriel, where are you? Gabriel said, here I am, Lord. Come here. I'm going to show you something. All you angels come around here a minute. I want to show you something. I got people that believe me. God takes pride in believers. Yes, I got people who trust me. Come here a minute. It's good for all you angels. Take a look at this. Look. Where is it at? Right down there. Look out. Yeah, 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 I see it. Look right down there. See? The edge of them, then the bulrush, bulrushes there. Them flags and things. Yeah, see there. What is it? There's a man with his hands up in the air. On his knees. Calling on me. There's a crying mother. And two little chil crying children. They are trusting me to the very end. Gabriel, you remember when you went in? You remember that man? Yes. I met in the room that night and talked to him. He still trusts me. I got people that believe me i got people that will trust me to the end he knocks on the pulpit six times see him look at him he was so isn't that gallant the father is walking in the water starts to push the little boat out basket i can hear him say gabriel Yes, Lord. Call 10,000 angels to the sea. Give them marching orders right away. Call the hosts of heaven out. Send them all up and down. Michael and his angels. Send them all. Send them all up and down. Along the banisters of heaven. And put them all up and down the Nile. Line I command that no crocodile will touch that cargo. Nothing will touch it. Don't even let a chunk of wood come near it. Hallelujah. Gabriel said, it shall be done. Ma, he sounded a trumpet. 10,000 angels come in arm. The pilot, where are you going to be, Lord? Pilot, Prabhu hai. Or sare dood pilot, yani Prabhu se poochne, aap kaha honge? I'll be at the other end. He's always on the receiving end. I'll wait down at the other end. All this journey from here to there. I hope you understand the sign language. Now, he put the angels on that river. I'll be at the other end. I got a purpose. When people will trust me, I have something. A purpose. Those who are called according to his purpose. Them he justified and them he glorified. It'll be all right with them. All right. He goes down at the other end. I see Moses, all Aaron and them going back up the street weeping. Aaron. Shh. Watch. And little Miriam, she's still standing, watching. She said, oh, oh. I said, come on, Miriam, it's getting daylight. Come on, the roosters are crowing day. Come on, it's getting daylight. Come on, honey, let's go. It's the dawning of a new day. I said, oh, daddy, daddy, please, one more time. Let me just stand. Just one more time. 
Let me just stand. A little church. Sorry, I'm getting back to the drum. Back to the drama. Oh, drama speaking so much. Just let me watch it. Let me see what happens. I'll be back home after a while. Oh, Brother Branham snaps his finger. That's a good idea, Miriam. It might be all right. Just stand and watch what takes place. So others, other part of the family goes home and only Miriam remains. Some living ones to see what happens to the basket. Let's see something here. Little Miriam, she stands and she watches. First thing you know, it gets light. I'll stay for the children today. Oh, what is that coming up there? It's it's a chunk. No, is that an alligator? Miriam. Oh, basket ke paas. Ha ha. What did he see? He see what a lot of people don't see. That little cargo was going, floating through there, sealed to its destination. They thought it didn't have any pilot. Nothing was written inside. They thought it didn't have any captain. But everything which was happening with the basket was happening in the unseen world. It did. They all they were gathered all around. Here comes a little crocodile. Say, oh, looky there. Here he comes floating up like that. He go, no, 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 no. He can't come close to that cargo. No. In there stood the emancipator, the deliverer. Three million Jews that needed emancipated. Wo gift us box methi. How can God let that gift die? All devils in hell couldn't touch him. And if you have the gift of the Holy Ghost, no devil in hell can come near. All devils in hell couldn't touch him. Floating down, angels were ministering to him. Angels ministering to the sealed one in the basket. His parents had given him by faith. Right in the childhood, he was laid in the hands of God by faith. The first thing you know, it gets into a whirlpool. Kishti bhavar ke karibai. Oh, Miriam said. Oh no, look at there. That whirlpool, look at it. Look at it like that. First thing you know, all at once it just moved out. That's the way it goes. We get in a whirlpool sometime. This little bark. Hamari choti kishti phajat. Don't worry. There's somebody watching over. The angels of God are encamped about those who fear him. Got 10,000 of them on the marching list now. I do you believe it? Ten thousand are the marching list right now. You are that sealed cargo. You are the sealed one. But that life which has been given to God, who have died to his own self. Little Miriam, she goes down. She climbs up. So Bhavar se nikal gaya wo. Little Miriam, she goes down. She climbs up over this big rock and she scoots over it like this. There are so many things. And she runs down. She watches the ark and goes on down through there and goes through this bunch of flags. Sarkando mein se guzar ke dekhte hai. After a while, it gets stuck out there. Beach beach mein kahin atak jata se. Oh, oh, I wonder. Now her daddy told her, said, Now don't you let anybody see you watching that. Remember, let not be a public show. If somebody comes up, just act like you're not even looking at it. Just go on some other way. CT Don't like that you're even watching at all. She goes on down the bank. It gets stuck. First thing you know, there's a big bunch of fishermen. And she just acts like she's just a little girl waking down. Along 10 o'clock in the day now. So she just walked on down the river. Keeps her eyes looking back sideways. Where it's a going. After a while, she passes by another group. She passes fishermen after fishermen. Preacher after preacher. But she knows it's not there. Then she passes another group. Keep on going. Going a little further. After a while, she comes to a great big wall. Oh my, it's going in behind this wall. Ab kya this wall, this uh, basket in the water is going under the wall and beyond the wall. Oh my, it's going in behind this wall. What can she do? She don't know what to do. So she can't get over the wall. So she just wades out in the water and steps over it like this and crawls over the top. And she gets over then she keeps walking. The first thing you know, behind the wall, she's in a beautiful garden. That sealed container went all the way to a beautiful garden behind the wall beyond a curtain beyond the wall of time and who's at the receiving end there's a palace there 
and God said, I will be there at the receiving end. When Stephen was dying, Christ was there to receive his spirit. Amen. And I heard a voice, come up hither. And immediately I was in the basket, in the spirit. And I was in heaven and one sat on the throne. What's happening here? After three months, birth, then three months. Keep that in mind. And in the third month, at the end of the three months, you know, three months is the usual time of when the weaning begins, when the child starts eating something more. Three months they hit the child. But after three months, he will appear somewhere. Oh my, I want to show you so that every child can understand. The child was given to God. And when he was given to God, God preserved it. If they would have kept it, they would have lost. It's a beautiful garden. He gives a scene. Time is moving on. I'll just say a few words and close. Here comes Pharaoh's daughter for a morning bath. Here she sees a basket. Is it a crocodile? Then she has some colored people with her. Big, strong, dark men. Oh, we'll find it out for you. Oh, yes. And then they go and they get this basket out. Place it before her. Oh, it stinks. She opens it and the baby is crying. Oh, it is one of the Hebrew mothers. Brabranham said, all the love that could be put in a woman, God put it in her at that time. Immediately she cried. She picked him up, kisses him and the baby cried. It just warmed her heart. Poor little. And then he, she he said, my wicked father made this order, but I'm not going to let this baby die. This baby will not die. Oh yes, that's what it says in the dream. I mean in the drama. I'll give him a name. That's where he got his name. What was his name? Moses. Moses. And Moses means took out of the water. By the way of the water. Now there's many messages on that. Today I'm not going in that. I'm focusing on family. And now she wants a wet nurse. Immediately the angel standing there tell, told little Miriam church, this is your chance. You want a nurse? Can I bring it? Oh, I'll pray. Pay her $300 a week. But she should be the best nurse. After all, this is my child. Understanding? Then Brother Branham said, for the first time in history a mother got paid for feeding her baby and when this mid miriam is going out from the palace is coming a word to her when you're going to get your mother each day we have a password you have to say that password the guards are not going to get you in what's the password today in the drama he says a pitchfork and a load of hay it's only for you when you come just say that magic words it's just for you and that mother who will bring that wet nurse. And that wet nurse was actually Joshabeth. Immediately she runs and gets Joshabeth. And they come. And the guard says, who passes there? A pitchfork and a load of hay. Oh, there's a huge revelation hiding all behind all. Somehow they came in. Because I'm focusing on family. Gets inside with the mother. Give him the best care. <laughs> Whom is she talking with? The child's mother. The woman and the child. Both in the palace. Catch that mystery. Amen. Amen. So many things I can say here. But I'd like to tell you. What's the whole thing behind the drama. Rabbanam said, what happened? Now focus on the little children. Why did this all happen? They decided, give that child back God. And that's what I want to tell children and even parents. Give your lives back to God. Give him back. Die to your will and ambition. But whatever you need, place it before him and give it to God. Let go and let God. And now see what happened. Especially for children. The little soul he gave you, if you keep it, games will destroy it. World, these witches will destroy them. But if you give yourself back to God, how do you do that? Find a place, child. Get down on your knees. Pray. Let me give you the prayer the prophet gave to the people. Amen. And this is the prayer that you children pray. Now I want to ask you little children something here. Do you believe that Jesus loves you just like he did Moses? Do you believe that angels watch you like this? Now God gave you a soul, didn't he? Now if you keep your soul, what will happen? You lose. Going to lose. But if you give it back to Jesus this morning, then what are you going to do? Keep. Going to keep it. You want to save. Now you want to save your soul, don't you? And you want to grow up to be real mothers and real ladies, don't you? And 
real man? Do you want that, children? Preachers and so forth? Yes, Lord. Don't you want to do that? Now, if you do, then you give your soul to Jesus. Now, see the humility of a man of God going to the level of little children. See how he teaches them. And I pass it on. Here's the way you do it. You say, dear Jesus, this is all I got to give is my soul. But you watch over me like you did Moses. That's all. Watch over me like you did Moses. And then he calls an altar call for all older ones also. And then ask them to sing songs. And all of them come before God. I hope this drama did something to you today. Through the way of a drama, a message is conveyed to your family. That faith of the parents. That faith was laying in prayers. And finally, when they handed over that child back to God, they found something to, for us to learn. And then for children, give your soul back to God. Teach them, brother. Teach them, sister. Because that is the tactics of the devil to bash the head of these baby boys. But God will save our children like he did little Moses. By faith, the parent of Moses hid him, protected him for three months. You see, parents can protect only till a little while. But they can't do it beyond that. Beyond that, you have to give him back to God. When you give him to God, just rest in Christ. If he's sealed in that basket. In other words, it's a lesson for us. Labor on like Amram labored in the basement. Where's, what is the basement? The foundation. Labor in the foundational things with your children. Mehnat karein. Till they are sealed in a basket. Once they are sealed in, you don't have to worry. No crocodile can disturb them. And if there are children who can understand, you be that Amram. You be that Moses. You be that little soul. Give yourself back to God. That is something which is important to do in this hour. And if you can see this bondage happening today, that is happening around this world, even influencing our children, it's time to wake up like Amram and go to that attic room and pray and pray and pray. One day the light will come. I'm speaking for a personal family and the whole family will be saved. Cornelius's family was saved. That's right. If you believe you and your house shall be saved and if you can believe my brother and my sister, the whole family would be saved. We don't want our children to be lost. We don't want that somebody misses the rapture. We want the whole family to go with us. And even if God is not hearing today, but he is hearing, yes. And the more you pray, the worse it becomes. That's time to pray more. God bless you. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we are so taken by this drama. We can see so many lessons to be learned from that. Lessons to be applied in our lives. In the lives of our families. In the lives of our little children. Lord, we can see these devilish taskmasters in the form of games and videos and clips and all these kinds disturbing, bashing the minds of the people today. Them old witches are back at work again. But oh God, give us grace to get the basket ready. To get the sealing angel ready to seal our children. Amram is a parent who's making atmosphere so that his child can get sealed in. Amram is a prayer warrior. Joshua is a humble, submissive wife. You work in such a family, Lord. You said dominant female is the greatest curse. That's that woman Jezebel. That's that Thyatira. But Sarah called her husband Lord. The bride calls Christ her Lord. She's submissive to the word. Oh Lord, you work in such a family. And we saw this long-nosed devil talking about killing children, making, sending women to work, putting them in police force, putting women at work, all these kinds of things happening, Lord. But Lord, we thank you. At that time, there's a prayer warrior. Amram is praying day and night. Oh, and it got worse and worse and worse. New laws after new laws. But one day you answered. The counter reply also came. And God, you freed the people. Brought an exodus. Oh, Lord, we wait to be clothed upon by that new body. And how the devil wants me to make us compromise. Just you can go. But then Moses said, our wives, our children, all are going. Oh, Lord, don't 
Don't let us come into that compromising spirit. Let us fight and pray for the whole family. Give us grace, Lord. Let this message do something in the life of somebody. That faith which Amram had, which Joshebeth had, came from your visitation. That child was not just an ordinary child. He was a child of promise. He came because an angel came. An angel said, you'll bring a son. That's when Amram had a confidence. If God brought this child and Pharaoh was killing children, God will still keep my child because God sent him. God has a work for him. He cannot die till that work is accomplished. Oh Lord, we thank you so much. And how the child grew on to an age, a body where you dwelt in. And how the prophet said in the seals from God's mouth, Moses' mouth. But before he could come to that stage, he got get first sealed in. Oh Lord, how you took him in that sealed basket. How you are carrying us in that sealed ark all the way to the promised land. Oh Lord, we can see all this. Give grace to our children. Let every demon be lost from their life. And Lord, let them also pray through. Be a new person. Be with every one of us. Come at this message into your hand. Name of Jesus Christ, we ask. Amen. So, Bolo Prabhu Yeshu Masiki. Jai. God bless you. Shalom. Happy Rapture.